Two. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to an impromptu live H3 podcast. Hila has joined us, despite saying she would never join us. Mm-hmm. Oh, Despite <laughs> being on a million hormones, so I apologize in advance. What I, are you apologizing for? For whatever may come. You just might get a little <laughs> temperamental. Yes. Yeah, we've been doing um, feeling on edge today. All kinds of um, uh, fertility stuff. Trying to get Ela a biscuit in the. A, no, no food. <laughs> Allegories. Allegories? No food, please. What, when like when talking food? about getting pregnant, do not use food. Oh, you don't like the, the bun in the no. oven or any of that not stuff? Not today. Okay. Not today. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys heard, but it's been pretty serious. We've I've been injecting Ela with shots of hormones in her stomach. Every day. My my stomach is so bruised, like I can't can't move. Right, you're like a junkie, your stomach. And uh, you guys know that scene from Pulp Fiction where she stabs the needle in the chest? So that's what I'm doing to Ela basically every night. <laughs> no, but that you know, it's really painful too. It like burns, but um, we're almost through it, and hopefully we get another little uh, shrimp out of it. Don't worry, Ela. You're always wonderful, beautiful, the greatest of all time. And you look good. What do you got? You got like a thing in your hair with a flower? Yeah. Damn. And what's this? This is sick too. What is this? The yeah, oh, vintage. that's hot. She's hot. <laughs> I like the checkers. Amazing. That's hot. We love you. We stand, Ela, no matter how many, hor- whatever is going through your body, whatever level of estrogen is going on. <laughs> Obviously, we come here today um, on short notice, or like usually we film today and then post it tomorrow. We're doing today's live because there was this uh, bombshell article about David Dobrik and the vlog squad. Where, um, by, by Insider, where, um, (laughs) this blows everything out of the water that we've talked about. It's really disturbing. I knew this article was coming out, but it was way more in depth and the gravity of the, of the accusations in this article was way more than I expected. Yeah. So according to this article, which we'll read... We're also having the author call in afterwards to help uh, get us clarity on, on everything. And David's also issued an apology, or an, I don't even know if you got it's like an apology slash. It's more like a legal disclaimer. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty much. So we're covering. There's a lot to cover. We're going to cover all of it. But in this article, it alleges that in one of David's vlogs, which featured this guy Dom. There was a, an R-word took place, an essay slash R-word. Does everyone understand what yeah, we're talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. Okay, it feels so silly. I have to be careful on this live. I don't want right. to, you know, you got to be careful. But I think everyone knows what I'm saying. So there was an essay during one of his vlogs in which there was a plot about this guy Dom having, you know, Relations, yeah, relations with five girls, right? And so he put in his video a straight-up S-A slash R-word. So um, it's the whole story and everything surrounding it is really uh, incredible in the, in the obviously tragic sense. 
of the word, but it really underlies just how responsible, irresponsible David is in making the, I mean, that, that puts it lightly, you know. Yeah. I'm going to read the article because I think it's um, really important. There's a lot of really good details in it that I think deserve to be shared. You know, it was behind a paywall, so I was like, ugh. Why they got to do that? I get it. I know they got to make money and it's hard making it in like print journalism and shit. And like they had lawyers. They were on with David's lawyer. It's an expensive article to put together. It's kind of true. You forget that they have to make money somehow. It's not easy. And um, not easy. Like we've got it's we've gotten easy. used to getting everything for free. I don't know what to think about it because I got upset when I, I was first like, saw this. This is way too important to put behind a paywall. <laughs> But it's like you want them to do really good research, right? You want them to do Lawyers. to spend money on it, and so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But look, at any rate, even if a lot of people haven't read it, um, the word is out, and I'm gonna pirate it here live on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is fair use because mm -hmm. I'm reporting on it right. verbatim. And commenting on it. But the author's calling in. So, I mean, can it be pirating if the author's calling in to talk about it? Yes. Yes. It could be. <laughs> uh oh. I got David and Insider to deal with now. Oh, you know what else? Something exciting Exciting before we got get into the article? We got swatted yesterday. Hey. Third time we got swatted. First time at the new house. It's so upsetting. Just right after my mom arrived. Um, yeah, they. there's always these really suspicious timing with the swatting that, like, the last time we got swatted, we were coming back from New York with Theodore. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to catch us with Theodore. It's like, wow, that's pretty sinister. And this time, we her mom arrived yesterday, and then again, we get swatted. It's like, they're trying to find these horrible moments to do it. I obviously don't know who did it. The last time it happened, they got arrested, though. So, like, I'm still getting letters from the Department of Justice about this guy's trial. So I, I'm mm -hmm. surprised people think that this is a safe activity to do because they, they're finding these people now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what makes a person want to do that because... I just really wonder, do they not understand the severity of what they're doing? Or they do. Or are they being no, they're that very, malicious? They're that malicious. And they know exactly what to say. Like, the cops showed up. There was, like, six co So, the city knows that we live at this address, which is great. So, when the police were coming, unlike previous times, dispatch was like, hey, there's a YouTuber that lives there that's been swatted before. So, that's good. Mm -hmm. And now, because we're in a gated community... They said, you know, we were a little suspicious about the call because usually when there's shots fired, you get more than one call. And we got to talk to the guard and he says, he, you know, nothing happened. So at least this time their guns weren't drawn like the previous two times. The previous two times were nuts, man. They were like doing perimeter sweeps with like assault rifles drawn. There was helicopters mm -hmm. in, with spotlights. This time there was like six cops in front of the house and they were slamming on the door yeah. i was like what the hell's going on this mailman got an urgent package or like, what what's up with this amazon delivery yeah, these guys are <laughs> these guys have lost their damn mind yeah and then we have like a glass door so i saw all the cops and i was like okay here we go i go out to meet them and um they were nice i mean they were great they were very nice and they're very helpful they give me good advice too going forward if it happens again 
they gave me the police report and they said, just come out with the police report and your ID so that, and you'd be like, yo, I got swatted. It's all good. They can see immediately. But you know, these cops were nice and understanding and got the memo, but you, you just, you never know who's going to show up or what's going on in their day. I mean, people have died getting swatted. It's just not a nice thing. Well, not to mention the trauma. It's horrible. I mean, the last time I got swatted, Shredder got out and we thought he, Shredder had like, you know, Shredder's I, aggressive. Cops don't like aggressive dogs. No, yeah, it was. All, I will never forget that. I also think Shredder has been traumatized ever since. I know. Every time he hears like police chatter on a TV show or something, yeah. he panics. Um. And then, yeah, it's whatever. I don't know. I don't even want to. So go shout out whoever did that. Um, the cops were really nice, and you'll probably be arrested because that's what happened to the last people that did it. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to getting a Department of Justice letter on behalf of whoever did that. Right. I don't know who it did. I don't know if it had anything to do with the David Dobrik thing. I doubt it. I don't think so. The last people who did it were like... I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> well, I don't think David or anyone who knows. No, was, but I his know. But his fans, But like you know? his fans, yeah. yeah. I mean, the last people who did it were like white supremacists. Right. They were part of like some white supremacist neo-Nazi group. So I assume it's probably... Something to do with that. Because who else would be that malicious, you know, other than, like, right. people like that? Um, one other update. Friday is our live show. Is our? I just want to announce this because it's we um, the coin, our extra rare Vape Nation gold coin one of one is ending live on the show Friday. And so... I just want to make sure everybody knows this is going to be thrilling, exciting times. Let the bidding begin, everybody. The Vape Nation video, one of one. Woohoo. Uh, I'm trying to see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to donate a lot to, like, environmental because everyone's angry. Mm-hmm. Apparently NFTs, like, burn the earth. So I'm going to give some to, to, like, I don't know, uh, Smokey the Bear. or Who, who, who can I give mm-hmm. it to, uh? Some, I'll upgrade Smokey's cave. Get him some pimp out his cave. New overalls. New overalls. He's gonna be pimped out, bro. He's gonna be blinged out with like Gucci overalls and shit. He's like, "What's up?" Swag out his forest. Anyway, um, oh, there. You know, last night. Are there no sponsors? There's no sponsors. Okay. I didn't want to put a sponsor Got on this it. episode. Got it. Today's episode is sponsored by... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. You never know. But I, I, I intentionally didn't put any. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Elon. Oh, there's <laughs> just one other thing that I wanted to talk about first. You know, I was watching... There's this documentary on Netflix about the college admission scandal that came out last night. I was watching it. Yeah. Really good. I didn't know this. Olivia Jade was like the reason this whole thing got busted open. Really? Yes. Because she said something? No. So, and by the way, the documentary proves, because there's always questions of like, oh, does she know? Does the dad know? Yeah. They all knew. There was text okay. messages between them, all three of them talking that they showed. They all knew. And one of the guidance, like, so this was in my high school. When people get into college, there's like, they put these like congratulations on the wall. Like, congratulations, Ethan was going to UCSC. Uh-huh. And so Jade and her sister both got into USC. And people are like, oh, that's weird, because USC is, like, really hard to get into, and apparently they're, like, not great students. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's so odd. The guidance counselor thought it was so odd that he called 
USC to inquire. Oh my god. Because it's because he looked into it and she got admitted for being some kind of like backup for Oop. the row team. And he's like, this is weird. So he calls the USC uh, like athletics or admission department. And he goes, what's the deal with, how did she get into USC? And they're like, oh, she's part of our athletics program. And he's like, well, just so you know, she's never rode. She doesn't <laughs> row or any of that shit. Wow. That's not fraud. And apparently, like, wow. their whole family knew that this guidance counselor was causing trouble. And so, like, he, her dad went there and, oh. like, was, was, like, trying to intimidate him to drop it and shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. It's really interesting, the documentary. Wait, wasn't, but, isn't the dad the, the big fashion designer? Yeah, he's yeah. a famous designer. He's, yeah. So, like... I cannot get over this story. Who cares so much about getting into somewhere? I know. Yeah, and, and it's always about the... So, like, when you're that rich and you're in this high status of social circles, it's like, oh, my college got into... My my son is going to Harvard. It's like, ooh. It's like a flex on the parents. Mm-hmm. Even though they're shitty parents, they got to prove somehow that they've raised their kids right. That's crazy. Because Olivia didn't even want to go to college. According, like she was killing it on right. YouTube. She's like, I don't give a fuck about USC. But the parents insisted she go and bought her in. Crazy, right? And some of these parents were were spending like a million and a half dollars to get their kid. A million and a half? Fuck that! You're dumbass kid. I can't. I mean, and that. she's not even well equipped to go through the rigors of a of like a. A high-tier elite college like Olivia Jade got there and she's like I fucking hate it I can't deal with this <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like you have to be prepared to deal with the rigors of of. Uh, I mean, yeah, she was already having a cool popping channel rushing. on YouTube. So. Exactly. Mm. Just let her do what she wants. Yeah, there was, a, there was a huge part about Olivia Jade and her family. That was really interesting. Anyway, just wanted to talk about that. You want to talk about Teddy Fresh on Thursday or not? Nah. Teddy Fresh on Thursday. You do the talking. Oh. Well, there's a new drop on Teddy Fresh this tomorrow. So, that's it. <laughs> Check it out. There'll be shit on the website. 10 a.m. All right. All right. We got a lot to get to here. Yeah. Oh, another interesting thing about David before we get started is, you know, the whole time that me and Trisha have been going on and on about this, he seemed like people just didn't care. It was unaffected. But now all of a sudden, he's been trending on YouTube since this article came out. And people are actually unsubbing, which I never expected actually to happen on his channel. Like, he lost 100,000 subscribers today. Just find it interesting that now... Oh, you know what it was? Is he made the video. Mm. And when he makes the video, he clues all the people in. And then they go, what the fuck? Because majority of people who watch that video on his, his apology video probably also... had no idea what the hell something was even going on. I think it's also the fact that it's an article. Mm. It's not just other YouTubers talking about it. Sure. Because for someone from the outside, it may seem like who who's real, who's not. You know, it may seem like beef or drama. Yeah. Like hard to understand and hard to follow. Yeah. People so. think anytime Trisha, they just go, oh, Trisha just, just yeah. has a vendetta against David. So they yeah. dismiss everything she says. Funnily enough, Trisha has proven to be completely right about everything yeah. in this situation. Completely. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I have to say, I stand Trisha. <laughs> yeah, She's I know. She's been conducting herself quite well. I'm impressed with her. She... Yeah. Can I say I like her? She's my sister-in-law um, now. Thank you. Soon. <laughs> so crazy. She's coming over on 
Friday. To have a whole family shebang. <laughs> she's eat, she's going to meet Eva's mom for oh. the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big I deal. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's crazy. It's awesome. I'm happy. Yeah, Fuck everyone's it. happy. She's cool. It's, I, it's I like it. The, the way things started and where we are now is a whole... Life comes at you fast, dude. You never know what the hell's around the next turn. Okay, boomer. Okay, Trisha, settle down. I'm trying to do a show here. Why I, saw, I, saw why I post- got to deal with Trisha insulting me? She's not even here. I saw she posted on Instagram or something that um, it was like just last week was one year since she had met yeah, Moses. Yeah, I saw oh, wow. that. Hmm. Seems both, seems longer than that. Right? Kind of. Like, 2020 a was a long year. It was a long year. We're doing the bachelor. Yeah. yeah, it was just the beginning of COVID. We're doing the bachelor with Trisha. Yeah. That was a long mother effing time ago. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Now, guys, this might feel tedious at times. I'm going to try to, there's a lot of background information stuff I'm going to try to skip. But I do want to do it justice because this article is so well written and it's so well sourced. They did such a professional and good job. They and there's the and by the way, like, dude, they got the receipts. Like, the the main source of this article is this girl who was the victim of the essay, and she has a lot of there is a lot of supporting evidence here, like pictures and videos and DMs and stuff that that she all shared with Insider to the point where I don't think anyone is even trying to deny or discredit that this happened. Right. I I haven't seen anyone really trying to even question it. Right. Yeah. Which is really interesting and unusual. Yeah. So up to this point, it's been a battle of like, oh, this and that. And David never wouldn't do David doesn't have a bad bone in his body. (laughs) He's just disappointed. Yeah. So that's so they 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 crushed. I mean, this article is just they crushed it on the uh, journalistic side of it. Okay, here we go. And yes, I did buy a membership. We did it. <laughs> I wanted to do it right. At least, you know, if I'm if I'm going to pirate it for everybody here, at least I paid for it. Can we not use the word pirate? I'm kidding. It's not a pirate. I'm a journal. I'm as a journalist. I'm share I'm talk I'm commenting on a current event okay. covered by fair use. Damn it. Okay, so the title is, A woman featured on YouTube star David Dobrik's channel says she was R-worded by a Vlog Squad member in 2018 the night they filmed a video about group sex. Yeah. That's quite a title. Mm-hmm. Quite a title. When I read that title, I was like, holy shit. I thought the article was just about, like, that they supplied minors with alcohol for their videos, but this was like, oh, my God. I'm going to say, there's a lot of background stuff. It is a really long article. They were just saying, just giving background on the vlog squad and stuff, and the girls. The girls, uh, let's see. She's a college student. They're in their 20s. You know, they're going to meet a bunch of, like, famous YouTubers and have a fun time. She's 20-year-old. Yeah, she's 20. It seems like they weren't even sure. They're like, is this real? Is this set up? Do we re- Are we really supposed to have sex with them? You know what I mean? Someone asked, the sexy stuff won't be in the vlog, right? Anyway, yada, yada. I'm just trying to find. There was a point here where I wanted to start. Then there's like all the attorney stuff. Why? It's like the more I move, the less. Right. You don't have to have it on that screen. Just so you know. Oh, it's easier Dan to just read can it, show it on Yeah, I can just computer. show it on my computer. Oh, it's okay. I like to see it like this. Okay, okay. fair enough. Um, 
she, the girl who is the main source of this spoke with Insider on the condition of anim, anim, anonymity. 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 This is not about how you cannot pronounce words, Ethan. Get your words straight, Jack. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah. Out of concerns of sharing her full name could affect employment opportunities. So they've so her identity is concealed. We have the vlog that this is from. We we censored or or blurred all the faces of the girls too to protect their identity. Uh, David's attorney released this statement. He said David will be addressing his community directly. Which is interesting. It really says a lot about the apologies that, like, this was planned in coordination with his PR and attorneys. The statement went on to say, anyone who knows him knows he does not condone misconduct in any form. Vlog, plot, pers- vlog squad percip- participants provide consent before anything is posted. Whenever consent is retracted, posts are removed. Any insinuation of wrongdoing is accurate and defamatory. Okay, Inaccurate. whatever. Yeah. But I love that already that the statement from attorney says anyone who knows David knows. Yeah, this uh, this is not, he doesn't condone this. It's like, this was Scotty's defense. The, anyone who of, knows him defense. What kind of lawyer would say that? I don't know. I mean, it's like such a sneaky way to defend anyone. Try saying that to the judge. Anyone that judge anyone that knows David. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the you remember the Chewbacca defense from South Park. This is no. Chewbacca. Okay. You remember that shit? <laughs> Chewbacca is a Wookiee from Endor. It does it's, not make it's sense. Chewbacca. <laughs> it's been a while since I thought about that. <laughs> Um, anyway, this is where I want to start from. So I guess Hannah is a, is a sooner is a, you know, yeah. Yeah. So Hannah says she quickly felt uncomfortable with the vlog squad members. I guess I should give a trigger warning that there is going to be some uncomfortable essay, uh, uh, discussion talking about at this mm-hmm. point. So I'm going to read the whole thing. So buckle in, it might get a little tedious, but, uh, this is it. <laughs> The video filmed the night Hannah says she was assaulted follows a classic Dobrik vlog format. It's four minutes and 20 seconds long and includes a celebrity cameo and comedy scenes featuring Dobrik's friends. Do you know how to say this name? Zeg- Zegliatis. Zegliatis? Anyway, that's, that's Dom. That's Dom. I'm just going to say Dom. Here, here, forever here uh, known as Dom. <laughs> From here forth known as Dom. Dom appears two minutes and 13 seconds in, according to a copy of the video reviewed by Insider. I invited these girls over to have a fivesome, he says, implying that he'll have sex with four women at once. So hopefully I'll have a fivesome tonight. The next shot is of Hannah and her friends walking into the apartment on Hollywood and Highland where Dobrik, Dom, and other Vlog Squad members are gathered. As soon as she walked in the door, Hannah said someone shoved a camera in her face. She has one line of dialogue in the video she, as she and her friends sit on the couch. Hannah is heard saying she doesn't actually know anyone who is in the vlog squad. Get the fuck out, vlog squad member Jason Nash yells in response as everyone laughs. In real life, Hannah says she didn't find the banter funny. At one point, she said Nash, who was 45 at the time, made a comment along the lines of, Oh, you have a personality? Hot girls like you usually don't. I immediately felt really uncomfortable because I was under the impression that we were going to meet these cool creators, we were going to hang out, maybe film something, Hannah told Insider. It was high pressure from the moment we walked in. Well, I certainly believe that, having, you know what I mean, like, that's for sure true. Because they, I think they thought they were coming to have a good time, but David was there to make a video. 
Yeah. That's kind of the whole premise here is like everyone is it, this is all just for content. Hannah and her friend Sarah, who drove everyone to the apartment, told Insider that they never intended to have group sex with Dom that night. A hesitance reflected in the vlog. In his voiceover, Dobrik says, after a couple of minutes of talking, it was clear that no fivesome was happening. But Dobrik added, by some stroke of luck and master negotiating, Dom made progress. Which is insane. A little sinister. I, I, think, I think we should watch it at this point, because I have this part on tape. Yeah. And um, I think it's it's better to just watch it. Let me see here. I've got it. Master negotiating? Yeah, that sounds like... That's like a nice euphemism for, like, coercing girls to sleep with you. Um, here's the video where we censored the faces of the girls. Involved. <laughs> I invite these girls over to have a fivesome, so hopefully I have a fivesome tonight. Ta-da! Is this the guy we're having the seventh with? <laughs> I have to let you guys know, I don't really know any of you, just so you know. Get the fuck out of here! Get her out! You guys are the only ones for me. I don't talk to any other girl. <laughs> After a couple minutes of talking, it was clear there was no fivesome happening tonight. You called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. You guys want to watch me and Trisha have sex? <laughs> I'm down. But by some stroke of luck and master negotiating, Dom made progress. That's so creepy. Yes. That's like just... After that's... like knowing what we know after reading the whole article, it's just... It makes me sick. It makes my stomach... You know, he put this all in. So it's like, they definitely... So he goes, it's just amazing that he put that there. Yeah. He goes, they did not want to have sex with him. But after a bunch of alcohol and coercion, Dom was able to get him in the room against Mm -hmm. their will, basically. Against their stated desire when they entered. And by the way, now I've learned that this Dom guy had already had sexual allegations. Yeah, he's a creep. Against him. He's like, we'll get into that, but yeah, this guy's a little, this guy's twisted. And you'll find that, you know, David kind of made it a plot point in his vlog. Like, Beautiful. he created this whole situation to see how Dom would react, ho- hoping that, you know, it would create content for his vlog. So they skip a lot here. We'll get into that. But this is like hours later. So they're him and a few girls are in there, you know, having relations. And the guys go in there without asking permission and sneak start watching for the vlog. They go, oh, we need a head count for the vlog. Okay, all right. We got we got three in there. <laughs> Jonah's gonna peek in so he can describe it to me. Oh, oh, a bunch. Well, everybody's oh looking God, in. I mean, I'm gonna have to leave the apartment. Kind of getting horny just like listening to this. Okay, dude. I the door. I know. It's just a frat house. It's just like you know what I mean. It's a total boys' club frat house. Holy shit. It smells like someone was murdered in here. Dom. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> you are sweating like a racehorse. Was that your first threesome? Yeah, thanks, David. Yeah. So, again, I noticed something really interesting here. Why does he thank David? Was that your first threesome? Yes, it was. Thank you, David. So why is he thanking David? What is he thanking David for? 
mm-hmm. arranging the situation in which he could well, do this. Well, the girls, from what I understand, um, not not the main, the victim was not a fan. She didn't know who David is, but the rest were fans of David. Right. So They just wanted to meet David. Yeah. He set it up. He made it possible. He made it possible. For sure. I mean, look, he thanked David. Case closed. Smell my finger. No, 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 no. no, no, no. The old smell bucks. my finger. Deal. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Smells like Brandon's sister. Anyway, there you go. So that's the video. And then there's no. the statement at the end. Oh, right. Yeah, there's. You almost missed, like, the best part. Mm. Dom just had a threesome, and I think we're all going to jail. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dom. Dom just Bruh. had a threesome, and we're all going to jail. Why are you going to jail? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, if they knew Bruh. something was messed up there. Why are you guys all going to jail? Wow, Jesus. So anyway, they. So as we'll read the article, you'll see how much they cut out, and how he managed to cut it into this kind of fun consensual experience that was just everyone was just having a good time and to what really happened which was very dark and messed up mm-hmm. and traumatic and was basically you know essay right so let's read let's continue reading <coughs> um hannah told insider she felt pressured by dom and the other vlog squad members into helping them create content that objectified her she said dom took turns interacting with hannah and her friends and then he pulled her onto his lap at one point asking without asking permission. It was very much an environment where it felt like saying no was not okay, Hannah said. It felt like from the moment we came there, there was an expectation that they were doing us a favor and we had to give them content. They were verbally like, why aren't you guys being fun? Do something sort of sexy. Hannah said Dom started calling her baby and asking her if she wanted to be his Instagram girlfriend. She said Dom told her she could make $10,000 a week and become famous if she agreed. But Hannah says she declined and Dom briefly seemed to move on from her. As the night went on, Hannah says Dom became aggressive. Now, this is something Dom's known for. Previously, he apologized for, like, groping girls at VidCon and had to make an apology. You know, this is this is his shtick. <laughs> if that's his shtick, being a, basically a predator. Uh, a while later, Hannah said Dom approached her again and asked if he could talk to her. She agreed, and Dom led her out of the room with her friends down an alleyway and into a pitch-dark bedroom. Hannah said Dom guided her in through the door, and she said she quickly turned around and told him that she wanted to go back to where her friends were. But Dom blocked the exit with his body, Hannah said, and started asking her why she didn't like him and wouldn't date him. Hannah said Dom asked if they could hook up. She said no. He was like, no, you are at least going to have to give me a kiss, Hannah said. I was getting really scared because he wasn't letting me leave, and my friends were in a totally different part of the house. So I said, what happens if I keep saying no? So I gave him a kiss. She returned to where her friends were sitting, and she said, she said, and turned around. And around that time, she said a couple of members of the vlog squad returned with a bottle of dark-colored liquor. Trisha Paytas, a former Vlog Squad member, told Insider she was at the apartment for about 45 minutes that night with Hannah and her friends. Paytas said the night was not a good situation. She said she left because the women were drinking while underage, which felt insane to her. Paytas also said the woman made it clear they did not want to have group sex with Dom. 
They were like, oh shit, we're here, but we don't want to have sex, Paytas said. Paytas told insider the vlog squad Jeff Wittick went to go buy liquor for the party after she told Nash, her boyfriend at the time, not to. Paytas said she and Nash left before Wittick got back. Yeah, I mean, that's all supported in the, in the vlog. Also, there's there's video from Trisha's vlog that shows that she left before. Oh. Yeah. That's in the document. <laughs> it's funny they're trying to discredit. That's all Trisha's is. They, they, the, the, uh, David's lawyers who tried to, like, be like, you can't print this because Trisha's one of your sources and she's she has a mental illness. So she can't. It's like they, she's in the video. They cite her such a small amount. Um, and it's everything she says is totally supported by the video evidence, you know. And by the way, Jason, you're probably pretty happy that your crazy girlfriend convinced you to leave the to party leave now. Yeah. Yikes. Of course, Trish is the only one with sense in that room. Yeah. <sighs> I think this is a part that David's lawyers made them right. Betis and Nash are no longer dating, and she has frequently criticized Dobrik and Nash on social media, including for what she claims is a pattern of behavior that exploits young women. She also made a TikTok stating that she once crashed her car into Nash's house while high on meth. Well, worth stating, I guess. <laughs> David, Dobrik's fans have questioned Paytas' credibility, including by citing her history of negative posts about Dobrik and Nash. <clears throat> There's a whole argument. Maybe I'll pull this up at this point. Trisha and this guy, they, uh, what was his name? Um, Wittick. Jeff. Jeff Wittick. They were getting into it on Twitter, which I'll pull up. Arguing about, because he said, I didn't bring the alcohol. He said I was only there for 15 minutes, but, like, you can see him looking in the room, which was apparently hours later, so that doesn't make sense. Um, trying to find the... It's at the top of the dock. Yeah, thank you. Here's the exchange. This just happened of, of Jeff's response, basically, to the allegation that he was the one that bought the alcohol. Trisha said, David Dobrik, you really just tried to shift all the blame on Dommy's you sick fuck. Jeff and Todd went all bought alcohol for the girls to fuck. Vlog shows them not into it and then cuts to them having sex. Jeff responded, he said, we didn't buy anything for anyone. I willingly called that reporter because I know I'm innocent in this situation. I'm not perfect, but I 100% didn't do what you're accusing me of, and I'm willing to go to any extent to prove it. I mean, I don't know what extent you could possibly go to, but... How do you explain underage girls getting the alcohol? Where do you explain how the girls had a change of heart, as David said in the vlog? What was the convincing that happened? You guys were there at the start of the vlog and the end. Exactly. He said, I can't explain what I don't know. I was there for 15 minutes. I, I got it. I mean, listen... You were there at the beginning of the end, like Trisha said, so that explanation of 15 minutes doesn't quite make sense. All I know is what you and only you are accusing me of is false. Maybe Dom bought it. Maybe you did. Maybe one of the girls did. I'm just saying it definitely wasn't me or Todd. Nobody told me shit. I thought it was a consensual bit. Sorry I didn't say hi at the Starbucks that one time. <laughs> apparently, apparently he thinks that's... I don't know. What's the story with that, A.B.? <laughs> Does he think that's why Trisha hates him? Well, uh, supposedly, yeah, they ran into each other at a Starbucks, and uh, he didn't say hi, and then Trisha made a video calling him out. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like Trisha. He should have said hi. I agree. <laughs> Not the worst crime in this article, though. 
Yeah, far from the worst crime. Um, I could be missing details, so I'm just recalling from what I've seen a few years ago, so nobody be mad. Anyway, just, just to give Jeff a fair shake here, I'm just going to read his statement. He says, his heart goes out to the victim. I'm truly sorry you were in this situation. Um, the disgusting action Dom had committed to you, I absolutely do not condone. I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life, but if I was in the room and a girl was being assaulted, I would absolutely never let that happen. My involvement in the video was under the pressure it was consensual. I have absolutely nothing to do with nor any influence with this disgusting act, nor did I purchase or allow this to happen, purchase alcohol. I have tremendous respect for all the women, for all women. It would not let any action like this happen to anyone with much love and respect. <sighs> I mean, like, I just need to get this one medicine and I kind of need to do it right now. You got to so, go right now? Is it? A, I just need to like be on my phone for a second. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't want to seem weird. <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad you explained it. Okay. I don't know what to make of this. Like, how much blame do all the guys there have? I mean, Jeff looked in the room. He said, I have to check for the vlog. I don't know. I mean, excluding the whole buying alcohol thing. Anyway, let's continue. Hannah's friend Sarah, who said she didn't drink that night because she was driving, told insiders she remembers Todd asking the group what kind of alcohol people wanted. I mean... Sarah also said she remembers Smith and Wittick coming back to the apartment with Smith holding a bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey. Oh, well then... That's the that's, sober friend. And that's a second detail in his tweets that just got... He said that Trisha is the only one accusing him of that. It sounds like that's not true. Yeah, the sober friend is, is directly calling him out for it. So that's two things that he tweeted that are directly contradicted. Uh, Trisha says it was at Do uh, David's direction to go... And then remember, these girls are underage. They're, they're not of drinking age. Sarah shared a photo with Insider... Oh... Sarah, the sober friend, shared a photo with Insider of Dom sitting with Hannah and her friend alongside a bottle of Jack Daniel whiskey and a two-liter bottle of Pepsi. See, that's what I'm saying. They've got the fucking receipts. They do. They have receipts for everything in this story. So they were drinking, and they were underage. You know, yeah. someone bought it. I guess we'll never... I mean, according to her, it was them. And they were clearly trying to get footage of... Them having sex. Yeah. Which he walked in. It's like the theme of the vlog. I, so That was the whole thing. That is known for a fact. The fact that they were drinking has got backup and receipts. So It's, it's all, hard to argue, man. This is like a really well-sourced There isn't article. an argument, yeah. really. And a phone call with Insider Wittick denied buying the alcohol and said he didn't think that Smith would have bought it either. Though he admits that Smith loves whiskey. Interesting, uh, good thing to mention there, Jeff. Well, it sounds like if it was anyone, it was this guy, Todd, because Sarah said he's the one that was asking people what they wanted to drink, but okay, whatever, who knows. At this point, I can't really remember much, Hannah said. I just remember being really uncomfortable and being honestly really upset and angry that my friend thought these guys were cool and that they were really just objectifying and gross. This is Todd, I think, right? Yeah, this is Todd. They got... This is the guy she's saying brought the whiskey. Hannah's friend says that uh, Dom had sex with her while she was blacked out. Hannah said she drank so much alcohol that night that she filled the she filmed with the vlog squad that she filmed with the vlog squad that she bla 
She she blacked out. Sarah told Insider that Hannah wanted to go to Dom's room with Dom and their friend Audrey. Though Sarah said she could tell that Hannah was drunk, she was comfortable with letting her go into the room because Hannah wouldn't be alone with Dom. I just remember seeing her and Dom talking a lot, added Sarah, who said Hannah and Dom were both drinking. They were both on the floor and definitely a lot of alcohol was being exchanged and kind of like nudging toward her. There were definitely times when she was drinking on her own, but there were also times when he was clearly trying to get her more drunk. Sarah said Hannah was able to walk into the room, but that she could tell Hannah was drunk because she was started excessively and expressing abstract thoughts, things that Sarah said Hannah usually did when she was drunk. She was not fully coherent and articulate, Sarah said. You could tell she was definitely affected by something. It was very obvious in the way she was speaking, which was very fast and a lot. Once Hannah and Audrey were in the room with with Dom, Sarah said the other vlog squad members started listening in. Some of them even opened the door to look at what was happening. Sarah said, in retrospect, she thought it was disgusting that people were watching. Again, that's in the video, once again. So... Can't dispute that. Obviously, she did not consent to the act itself, but she especially did not consent to having multiple men peeking in their heads to confirm what was happening. By the way, recall them being like, oh, I'm getting horny. Mm-hmm. They look good. He says, yeah. they look good. It's like, okay. Sarah said Sarah said that uh, Dom locked the door to the bedroom at one point while he was having sex to stop the vlog squad members from coming in. Sarah said Dobrik was among the vlog squad members trying to look into the room. She shared a video of Dobrik she took that night with Insider in which Dobrik can, see, can be seen responding to someone asking if he found success in getting into the room with Dom. Hannah and Audrey. No, he locked the door, Dobrik responds in the video. Cameron Hansen. Again, like, receipts are crazy. She filmed this. Mm-hmm. Showed it to Insider. I mean, they really saved this shit. Which I think just goes to show how messed up they knew it was even in that moment. That they were like, still have this stuff on hand. Sarah said that Dom and Audrey came out of the room first. And that Sarah went in after him to find Hannah laying limp on the bed. Sarah said she was immediately concerned and that she remembered Hannah tugging on her ear and asking where her earrings was. Hannah said she does not remember having sex with Dom and that Audrey told her Dom performed sexual acts on her that were penetrative. Specifically, Hannah and Audrey told her that Dom was having sex with Hannah and didn't stop as Hannah showed signs of losing consciousness. So Audrey took over to get Dom to stop. Audrey declined to comment, but in a text she sent to Hannah this month about their night with Dom, she wrote, I remember you were starting to close your eyes, and you were obviously so drunk, I finished him off just to get him away from you. After Dom finished, Hannah said she was too drunk to dress herself. What I do remember is lying on the bed in that room alone, and my roommate at the time coming in and being super worried about putting my underwear on me because I couldn't do that by myself. That is disturbing. Yeah, like, especially when you remember how they reacted afterwards, how he's all covered in sweat. And they're like, whoa, thank you, David. Uh, So disturbing. And I've been blackout drunk. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like. You you don't remember anything. Yeah. And it's it's an awful feeling mm. the next morning because you're like, you don't know what happened to you. And being around people that drunk, it's like, They're basically in a coma. I mean, yeah. like you're, they're not, it's not a, it's very clearly not a consensual exchange. And you can tell based on that interaction with Dom that he wasn't 
he didn't appear to be that drunk. Yeah, he seems very... He'd be, like, fairly coherent. I mean, yeah. very coherent in that clip. Um, Sarah said that she and Hannah's roommate took her into Dom's bathroom, where Hannah couldn't stand up or sit on the toilet by herself. Sarah said Hannah fell over and passed out on the bathroom floor briefly, and when Hannah's friend pulled her back up, Sarah said they had to pull trig. That's slang for forcing someone to vomit. I never heard that before. Pull trig? Oh, pull the trigger? Mm. She Pull trig. I guess, mm, never heard that one. She, then now they explain the, the, the penal code, defining the R word. I mean, whatever. Yada, yada, yada. Basically, if a person is um, not able to give consent that is yeah i think we all understand that to be true at this point but yeah a person is if a person is prevented from resisting by by being intoxicated or any controlled substance this condition is known or recently should have been known by the accused hmm. hannah never contacted the police and no charges were ever filed against dom after hannah threw up sarah and her friends had to physically support hannah's body as they exited the apartment Sarah shared a photo with Insider she says was taken that night that shows Hannah leaning against one of their other friends outside the apartment. Dobrik, uh, uh, Smith, Wittick, and Anton are visible in the picture in the background. Again, receipts out the ears. Sarah says she watched Dobrik's Tesla pull out the apartment building as she walked with Hannah back to regard. So he's out when the, fun's, when the vlog is done. David got the footage. He's out. Sarah said Hannah started to vomit again back at their dorm. When she finally got Hannah into her bed, Sarah said she started asking questions about what had happened. Dread started to seep in, Sarah said, when Hannah didn't seem to remember leaving campus at all. The next morning, Hannah said she woke up and still felt extremely drunk. When she looked at her phone, she saw a text conversation with uh, Dom and photos from the night before. She texted him that anything at your discretion is okay for the vlog, just maybe not anything for future employment could use against me. Hannah said she still had no memory of having sex the night before. Then her friends woke up, and Sarah said she told Hannah for a second time that Dom had sex with her. That's when I started internally freaking out, because it's concerning enough that the first time she didn't remember it, the second time was really scary. What is she talking about the first and second time? Because she told her already one time, and I think she was still kind of drunk, so she uh, didn't even remember oh, that she told her. I see, yeah. So she had to tell her again. Got it. When she finally started to process the scope of what had been happened to her, Hannah said she tried to laugh it off. For two days, Dobrik didn't post any of the footage of her of that night, uh, and she said she tried not to think about it. Then, on November 28th, the vlog came out. You know, you would think that these guys would understand the gravity that, like, this girl was blackout drunk, puking, mm -hmm. and that to even try to edit that into some fun loving yeah. vlog just seems so it's just it, they sh they it should have been apparent to them that that was not okay the post i mean it's crazy and then with the guys peeking in and everything i mean i, I just i don't get it don't and they're so young she's just 20 <laughs> Hannah says she struggled to process the footage in dobrik's vlog in the vlog that featured Hannah, the bit around the threesome includes scenes that Sarah said were shot that night as well as scenes Sarah said she thought was reshot, but made to look like it occurred that night. In the scene shot as the sex was occurring, Dobrik and vlog squad members Smith, 
Wittick, Antonian, Ernst, and Calvillo joke about uh, Dom having sex with Hannah and Audrey. <coughs> in one scene, Wittick is standing in the hallway outside of Dom's room and says, we need to get in there to get a head, head count for the vlog. Wittick opens the door and tells Dobrik there are three people in the room. Then Anton... Anton Antonian opens the door and says, "Oh is my it God, Antonian. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, Antonian. Hmm. Oh my God!" While Delbrick laughs, Smith said, "I'm kind of getting horny just listening to this." And the form, bro, keep that to yourself. Jesus Christ, dude, not charming, creepy. So not, so not a, something to share, dude. I'm thinking about going in there. Taking a turn. Vibes. Just makes you sick. I don't know what to say. Yeah, someone said it's like a cat. Like, how? Dude, I can't. You know, I never really followed David. I was obviously aware. I've seen a few vlogs, and I knew he was like a talented guy, talented videographer. Yeah, I mean, putting together I've, and stuff. I've seen some of them in the beginning, and I thought it was really cool. But how but... is this family friendly? This is like straight up some casting couch shit. Like, this is like one little skip away from being, you know, cast like bang bang oh, shit. Yeah, like, it's a porn. Yeah, I was shit. the one that said that. I, I'm the same. I. Knew yeah. of who he was, but I really wasn't familiar with his this content. This guy's on fucking kids' choice awards. Yeah, <laughs> and I I'm not family friendly apparently, but this is I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the I think it's more more than anything not the content, it's the controversy. Mm-hmm. Because before he was kind of free of controversy, even though he's basically making casting couch videos. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> In the next scene, uh, in the next scene, Dom is standing in his room, drenched in sweat, which we saw. Sarah said she did not believe this scene was shot while she and Hannah were at the apartment. Right, and that Dom wasn't actually dripping sweat that night. It kind of looked like it was set up. Like, why would he be mm. so sweaty? Right. Like, I could totally see David like putting water on, on on him, and then because maybe they needed to like fix the plot so it looks like he just came out of the room it was fun it wasn't like a drunk girl puking who blacked out drunk it was a fun experience where everyone had a good time (laughs) Todd says thanks David and gives him a high five after Dobrik asks if it was his first threesome then Dom asks Ernst to smell his finger and Ernst says the finger smells like Brandon's sister at the end of the vlog Dobrik films himself Smith and Calvillo in the car uh, we watch this. They laugh and say, you know, they're going to jail. See you in 20 years. Again, they come with more receipts. In a podcast interview with Travis Mills recorded the day the vlog with Hannah was posted, Dobrik will call Dom inviting the women over for a staged fivesome. When they all got there, they were like, oh, no, I don't want to have sex. I just, I don't want to have sex, Dobrik told Mills, except two of the girls wanted to have sex, so he ended up having a threesome, which was still his first threesome. It was all very exciting for him. Mills asked if the other Vlog Squad members peeked into the room to confirm that Dom was having sex with two women and they were depict- as they were depicted in the vlog. And Dobrik said, yeah, well, you know, he didn't have sex with them unless we saw it with our own eyes. I have that here. I'm going to pull that up so you guys can see it. Can you highlight it? Um, I think it's right here. I think I found it. It's so wild because now knowing what we know went down in that room, it's like he's saying... He confirmed it with his own eyes that it did happen. <laughs> what is this? It doesn't work. 
It's just like all choppy. You seeing this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird export. Can so, you just timestamp me or tell me where in the interview it is? Yeah. Something funky happened there. ADHD or... So this is the interview where it happened the day after it was posted. Um, does anyone have a timestamp for me? I think AB's working on it, right? You're muted, AB. I'm not sorry. I'm looking for it right now. Um, I'll come back to that. So at any rate, um, I'll keep reading while we look for that. Uh... Dobrik went on to say that he was always pretty good at asking his friends for permission. Always pretty good. <laughs> According to Trisha, like, it was, and Seth, too. It was really, like, no, he wouldn't take no for an answer. Right. It was about coercion and eventually paying them off. <clears throat> uh, he was always pretty good at asking his friends for permission to put their clickbait-worthy moments in a vlog. There's no sex shown in the vlog, but Hannah told Insider what ended up being portrayed in the video about her was totally misconstrued since it doesn't show the extent of her intoxication. Which, you know, if they actually showed that, everyone would be like, dude, what the, f like, dude, what the F is this shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. It would seem like so, so like, messed I, up. I've seen behind the scenes. Clearly he knew that. Video and it's work, dude. That oh my god, yo, you literally uh, you were filming one of your friends. I think his name's Dom. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm. That's what I meant by behind the scenes. Okay, of the video. yo, so I want to know. That's all real. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're talking about my video this you, morning. Uh, yeah, you just put out a video this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm the biggest David Dover. <laughs> like and subscribe. You're talking about the video I posted 20 minutes. 20 ago. minutes ago, before I was <laughs> sitting in the bathroom before you came over here. Um, yeah, my uh, my buddy Dom made an Instagram story and he's like, I want to have a five some tonight. Hit me up. And this girl hit him up, and she's like, I have friends. And she sent over all her friends' Instagram links. And he's like, yeah, come through. And seven of them ended up showing up. And then they all, they, they were, when they all got there, they were like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to have sex. I don't want to have sex. And then. And like, then, blatantly in front, of, in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah, they didn't want to have sex, except, except two of the girls wanted to have sex. So he just ended up having a threesome, which was still his first threesome, and it was very exciting for him. So I. I well, you guys sent, it. like, three of your friends in to confirm it was happening. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> he didn't have sex with them unless we, unless we saw it with our own eyes. So, Is that, like, is, is Dom your friend that just, is he, like, the playboy of the group? Not the playboy. He's, like, the, the gross, like, the gross <laughs> kid who will have sex with anything. Uh, the predator. Yeah. It's all there, man. She So she says they cut out the extent of her intoxication. It seemed like I had a super fun night with these famous vloggers, basically, which is not at all what happened. Every single person I know is messaging me, oh, you were in David's vlog, that's so cool, or oh my god, I saw you in the vlog. On the day the vlog was released, it was viewed more than 800,000 times. People came up to Hannah the library and at Line of the Coffee Shop to talk about it. She said, Hannah said her little sister even texted her about overhearing people at Hannah's old high school talking about the vlog in the bathroom. It made Hannah feel so alone, she said. It's difficult to describe how it feels knowing that millions of strangers have seen a video of me in a night that affected me and traumatized me in nearly incomprehensible ways, not knowing that anything was wrong, Hannah said. The first time Hannah said she described what happened that night as the R word, she said she was in the back of a cab in her hometown after a night of drinking with friends. It was over winter break, a month after being filmed with the vlog squad. The next morning, Hannah said her friend asked her if she, was remem if she remembers that she had a panic attack in the car, and she started saying, I was R-worded over and over again on the way home. 
I don't want that to be my identity. It's not my identity. I can comfortably say, though, that I was the victim of R-word, but I don't identify as a victim, Hannah said. That's just something that happened to me. Also, that's why I didn't speak to anyone about it for a long time. After she processed the events of the night with the vlog squad, Hannah said she did research about the legal system in California and decided it wouldn't be worth pursuing a case because she was so intoxicated at the time. But she still wanted to do something. On February 2nd, 2019, Paytas uploaded a since-deleted video accusing Dobrik of being an actual horrible person, who said she, along with Nash, exploited young women in his vlogs. Hannah watched the video and said it made her wonder if other women also felt objectified while filming with the vlog squad. Three months later, after she last texted Dom, Hannah decided to reach back out. Even after the vlog was... Oh, yeah, I think this is... Even after the vlog was gone, Hannah still struggled to find closure. Shortly before midnight on Monday, February 2019, Hannah sent Dom a long text message. So this text message is really intense. This one's crazy intense. I, we can you highlight? Um, I'd rather just show the the image of the message. You have that, Ab? I see. I don't, but I'll let me see. I can start reading it like this, but. I saw it on Twitter, the whole thing. I'd rather read it from that. Oh, it's in Kat's Twitter thread. That's where we saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. That's in here, so just pull that up real quick. Kat is the author who right. is going to be calling in uh, pretty soon. You get the medicine you need? Um, working on it. Here, here's a link to her tweet. You posting it on Discord? Thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay, here's the direct message. Perfect. So, this is the message she sent back in 2019, early 2019. So, you know, if any, if anyone wants to say that this is like a clout chase or something, this happened like two years ago, this message. Well before she ever went public or anything. She said, hey, Dom, if you remember me, my name is blank. And we went through my friend blank when you needed some girls for your video. Again, that was the whole thing, right? Getting girls for, the, for David's video. It's important to remember that because David continually tries to heap all the blame on Dom. Yeah. But Except David is the one making money off of this. Absolutely. I mean, he and again, remember, he thanked David. Right. On the night of November 25th, my friend and I came to your house to shoot. Upon arriving, I didn't intend to do anything sexual with you or any Vlog Squad member, and my intent was further reaffirmed when I heard the sexist and demeaning language of your team. Within minutes of me being in your house, you pulled me aside into a separate room and tried to initiate sexual behavior with me one-on-one, -on -one, to which I immediately, physically, and verbally rejected. To my rejection, you tried to make me feel guilty and persuade me to hook up with you, saying, come on, baby, and blocking me from leaving the room. You made me feel very nervous and uncomfortable, especially because I was away from anyone I knew and because you were an actual stranger. I had never watched a video of yours or anyone in the vlog squad. After a few minutes of back and forth between us, I agreed to kiss you so that I could leave the room and return to my friends. You let me leave. I rejoined my friends in the main living room. Our one-on-one -on -one interaction reaffirmed my initial feelings that I did not want to participate in sexual contact with any of the men in the room. As the night continued, we chatted, and I was open to getting to know you as a person. The last thing I remember is being extremely drunk on your balcony. Apparently, you and your team brought me hard alcohol that I drank, and you, me, and my friend Blank had a threesome, which I have no memory of whatsoever. To my understanding, 
standing at some point during the threesome, I was too drunk and laid on the bed and slept. From what I've been told, my friends had to come into the room and put on my clothes and underwear, bra, shirt, shorts, and shoes, and I couldn't walk leaving the house. Before I left your house, I threw up several times in the bathroom as well as in my own bathroom when I got home. According to one of my friends, I was passed out in your bathroom until she pulled Trig for me. When I got back to my dorm, my friend helped me throw, again, throw up again and said I had no memory of what had just occurred. When I woke up in the morning, I had no idea how to participate in any kind of sexual action the night prior. It's two hours later when the same friend mentioned the threesome to me under the impression that I had remembered at this point. I was so drunk when I sent you the text message. I was still drunk when I sent you a text message saying you could put any clip in the video that wouldn't be harmful to me or an employer. At this point in time, I don't feel the same. The video disturbs and upsets me. I did not feel like this is an accurate portrayal of me, and it's not something I feel comfortable with being on the internet anymore. It's incredibly disturbing to me to have a video online that documents an entire night that I have no recollection of, and have everyone around me view me as a reflection of my character, especially considering the mature content. Looking back on the experience, I, have take, I feel taken advantage of, as your friend may have recognized as the situation unfolded, considering, according to my friend's memory, that people were joking about what is, what is an, is, about what is, isn't consensual. Is Just a typo, isn't. is and isn't okay. consensual. That people were joking about what is and isn't consensual, and the joke about them going to jail at the end of the vlog. What? These jokes and that bit show that perhaps it was weighing on their conscience once they saw how incoherent and drunk I was. After Trisha released her video, I realized that my experience and gut feeling of discomfort being with you in that room was not an isolated experience to me. I am reaching out now because it was taken taken me a while to process what happened. I need for the video to be taken down for my own healing and peace of mind. To which Dom simply responded, Okay, I respect your wishes. The video is down. Which, by the way, unbelievable. Which, but, by the way, means that this he had a conversation because it was on David's channel, right? So he had to have a conversation with David, explain why David needed to take down the video. So David knew everything yeah. that happened. He read this text message. I'm assuming for sure. I mean, assuming. Or he he's. I don't think David would take down a video lightly. You know. How can you just respond that to such he probably a long does, message? Dude, this guy probably doesn't even remember. He's like, oh, just... He probably gets texts like this every day. He's like, oh, okay. Just another one of those yeah, girls exactly. that are going to be difficult. Crazy Dom. Bro, that's all you're going to say? Did you read this shit? Did you, do you understand what she's saying? Okay. He, he's basically just... He, his response is basically, okay. K. His response was just K. K. <laughs> Fuck, dude. This shit's crazy, man. Anyway, again, Hannah provided these screenshots to Insider. Again, this was two years ago, so, like, why would she say this two years ago? Her story hasn't changed. Uh, I read all this. This is the... Hannah said she was glad the vlog was off Dobrik's channel, but she still deals with psychological effects of the night to this day. When she drinks, she says she still experiences panic attacks sometimes, and she's having sex with a new partner after drinking. She said sometimes she starts crying uncontrollably. I have nightmares where I'm R-worded, and I'm not dreaming. 
And when I'm not dreaming, I can't recall what Dom's voice sounds like or what any of their voices sound like. And when I have these dreams, I hear his voice. Hannah said, it's really fucking weird and disturbing knowing that somewhere in my brain this incident is so alive. At the same time Hannah says she was processing her trauma, Dom's appearance in the vlogs were becoming less frequent, and by the end of 2019, he had stopped appearing entirely. In November 2019, Dom uploaded a video explaining why he didn't appear on Dobrik's channel anymore, saying he wanted to pursue other opportunities. Dom has since released music as Dirty Dom, along with Dobrik-style vlogs of his own. Uh, this goes on to say, you know, Dom has other accusations. Uh... Before this happened, another YouTuber, this is the one I was talking about, Ali Hardesty, said that Dom reached down her shirt to grope her bare breast without her consent. In 2017, at a party, he forcibly kissed her after she repeatedly told him to stop. The same week, the comedian Elijah Daniel accused Dom of groping his friend three times without consent. So this is like something he's just cruising around doing, apparently. So he posted an apology... We can watch it, but we can watch it. I mean, given all the context, I've got it here. It's still up. An apology to. Oh, she clicked. Oh, she linked it. Yeah. For this, what he did apparently. Um, and by the way, David now not, deleted. Not to this article. Not to what happened. No, this, this is article, old. This is to from the 2000. old allegation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This apology is from explain. 2017. Now, just even hey, a guys, few days what? ago, by the way, David's comment on this video was still there. Oh, did it close it's, the article? It's still there. It is still there? Yeah, it's still there. No way. That's wild. So David hey, responded. Let's see. Is it still there? Go down a little bit. It's like... It's oh, my God. It's still there. He says, proud of you, Dom. Being an idiot is easy. Owning up to it is tough. Glad you made this. Um, being an idiot. I don't know that that necessarily right. describes what he did. <laughs> Bruh. Proud of you. Bruh. Yeah, he favorited it by the creator. I'll thumb it up. What? Well, you know. Bruh. I just want, for visibility. <laughs> it's just crazy that it's still here, you know? I For visibility, I'm gonna, I, well, the dislike, I want, if you dislike, does it do anything if you dislike? I don't think so. I don't think How so. How about no engagement? No engagement? <laughs> so right. when was this apology video posted? Because this whole Three years ago. So prior to... June 30th, 2007. Prior to what happened in the... Right, because all of that happened the, in 2018, right? So this was like a year a year, year before, maybe. Or maybe like eight months before or something. It's short, so I'll play it for you guys. I wanted to talk to you about some stuff that's been going on with VidCon. Overwhelming uh, like majority, by the way. Made including from David, who's like, Great job, buddy. I'm so proud of you. Mm -hmm. You're an idiot, but we love you. About me, so I just wanted to make sure I got the story out there and let everyone know what's going on. The accusations against me aren't 100% true, but to an extent they are. Um, Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> To, an to what extent? Yeah, to like, what extent maybe, are they true? Like, <laughs> to the extent of, like, just up to here you touched it, but, like, past here what you didn't to, touch. Uh, what <laughs> to what extent are they true, dude? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Great job. We're proud of you, buddy. 
We're so proud of you. I am aggressive when talking to women. I uh, will say that. And there's a difference between being forward and persistent. Yo, by the way, clearly he didn't learn anything. No. Considering what happened like six months later. But what I was doing was just too intense, and now I'm working on that. I've talked to some intense friends. Intense and, and aggressive is not a good way to describe your pickup, your, your style of picking up girls. And through their, you know, experience and perspective on the situation, you know, I, um, I, I finally understand how disrespectful I've been. First off, I want to apologize to any guy or girl that I've personally disrespected myself. And from here on out, um, for all the new people I meet and the people I know, I'm going to make sure to be respectful. Okay. Second off, I want to apologize Proud to my roommates you. and friends that I create videos with for bringing negative, bad energy into apologize to Daddy videos David. and what we do. <laughs> I still want to be able He's to make fun, creative, goofy videos, but I need to respect people's boundaries more. One of the issues I'm addressing is filming people without their permission. Um, there was a 15-year-old girl that I filmed having Sorry? fun at a party. It was an 18-plus event, but regardless of her age, what I did was wrong because I didn't ask her permission to be in my content. I personally reached out to the people I've disrespected in hopes that they'll accept my apology and obviously understand that this apology won't help fix the mistakes that I made, but regardless, I still wanted to put it out there because it just needed to be said and I needed to get it off my chest. Yeah. Uh, David Dobrik, proud of you, Dom. Being an idiot is easy. Owning up to it is tough. Glad you You're made very this. special. You know what's really messed up? Ugh, you know, this just goes to show how hard it is to come out. Um, can you find me the video uh, of the girl? She, some girl made a video accusing Dom of doing these horrible things at VidCon. Uh, her video was like dislike bombed. Mm. People were calling her a liar. I sent a link to just a tweet that I saw today that I thought was good. A girl giving in after saying no 10 times is not consent. Interesting. Right. You don't want, you don't want to, you don't, dude, yeah, it's not a fucking, this is what people need to, like, get used to understanding. Is Which like, is basically what he did to get her to kiss All him. of them did. Yeah. They all did. It's like, yeah, you don't want to have, you don't want to have a relations with somebody who's, who doesn't, who you need to, like, convince to do it. I mean, he, David even says it. In the vlog, in the voiceover. After Master a, negotiation. Yeah, he negotiated his way in there, by. So this girl put out this video, that, and this hey, is why he's apologizing. Look at the dislikes, Hila. Yeah. She probably got a lot more from recent people supporting her. I'll support mm. her. But, like, she got shit on so hard, clout chaser, all this shit. And then mm -hmm. Dom's video, he's getting massive amounts of love. And everybody forgives him. Being an idiot is easy, but owning it? You know. Yeah. I want to read some of these trashy comments. She uploaded a part two as well. Yeah. Hey guys, so this. Okay. Well, I believe her. I mean, what's not to believe? How far do you have to stretch your imagination? Ah. <sighs> 
so anyway, the apology. Dobrik's comment. Apparently, so the, this is Dobrik's comment. I wasn't sure what this, the significance of this was. Um, sh- Hannah said finally that, of course, it would be nice to get an apology to get them to admit what they did was wrong. I was exploited for content and stripped of my un- my autonomy and a voice. So that's the article. Pretty, pretty, pretty brutal, damning shit. So then we get into uh, David's so-called apology video, if you can call it that. I don't know. No. You can't call it that. <laughs> um, before we get into that, Seth, by the way, actually, you know what? Let's watch it first because it's in response. So get excited. Now, there's a lot to take away from this. First of all, it's called Let's Talk. Likes, dislikes, and comments are disabled. Okay. I guess let's not talk. I'll talk. You listen. Let's talk. It's posted on the Views channel, which is by far, which is a brand new channel. It has like four videos on it. By far, he's got a second channel. You wouldn't even post it that. He's got David Dobrik too. Not that one. Views. Why views? Well, so transparently, yeah. Just because it has the least amount of subscribers, yeah. Is trying to be accountable by, but at the same time, take zero accountability. Like it's crazy. The view it doesn't even make sense. There's like no rash. Like two. Okay, you'd be like, okay, it's a second. But putting it on view, like there's no logical. There's no justifiable explanation that it would go on views. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I don't think he tweeted it out or anything, too. So, let's talk. Oh, by the way, you want to see something epic, Ela? You'll appreciate it. Just want to show off what a hilarious, uh, amazing person I am. That uh, just want to convince you that you did not make a mistake uh, marrying me. I never thought I did. Check this tweet out. Let's talk. <laughs> Who can reply? So Nobody. <laughs> thank you. That's Let the funny. conversation begin. Thank you. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. You want to marry me again? I'll marry you again. I'll <laughs> okay. renew my vows, girl. Mm. Anytime you want. All right, let's talk, guys. Get ready. <laughs> David, um, I want to come on here real quick and address some conversations that have been going on on the internet. Um, I, you know, I've made over 600 videos and I've made a bunch of TikToks, vines, Okay, Instagram don't cue the sales tweets, pitch, the please. Thing. Why does he bring up, why do you think he brings up <laughs> how like, many videos um, he's made? Okay, yeah, so... No, seriously, why do you think he brings I'm up? I'm really, really talented. Um, I made 600 videos, I get hundreds. I mean, I don't know, I think that's his sales pitch. I think, I think he thinks in a way it's an excuse because he makes yes, so many so yes, many videos. That's what I think too. Something slipped Something through the cracks. Something of course is going to happen. Somebody of course is going to get R-worded yeah. over the course of 600 videos. A little R-word here, yeah. a little essay there. We all make mistakes. You know. That's true. We, I mean, you know, when you make that much content, like you're gonna stuff's going to happen. But like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm obsessed with what I do. I love it. It's weird to hear him not being like, I'm obsessed with what I do. That's his sales pitch. You know, when he talks to sponsors, this, they get this exact line. Right. I make 600 videos. I'm obsessed with what I do. I just want to make people smile. 
It's weird to hear him not being like, he goes like this. Being able to make people happy for a living. And that's all that I want to do. Um, that being said, consent is something. It's all I want to do, but these people are trying to stop me from doing it. These people are trying to stop me from doing what I love. To see you, which YouTubers. is make you guys happy. Dude, I am so fucking pissed that I can't read the comments under this video. <laughs> what are we going to do? By the way, nice Nickelodeon award behind him. Oh my god. Kid's <laughs> choice. I just noticed that. Oh my that. god. <laughs> Kid's choice, baby. Oh no. Let's slime this guy. Bring out the slime. Oh, no. All is forgiven. <laughs> Just give him a slime. It's all good. That's super, super important to me. Whether I'm shooting with a friend or shooting with a stranger, I always make sure that whatever the video I'm putting out, I have the approval from that person. Okay, well, that's not what we hear from people. Maury did a paternity test on that claim, and it's determined that to be not true. Not the father. <laughs> did that joke make sense? Sort of. <laughs> a little bit. You know, there's that meme yeah. where Mark goes, that. I thought it was funny. Thanks, Zach. I thought this was good. Oh, Trisha, you broke that bit. Trisha goes, hey, David Dobrik, remember that night you asked to put in a bit I didn't want and I said no and you still put it in? That's not consent, bud. Mmm. Love like the that, bud. Oh, she hit him with the bud? <laughs> Trisha's got to be feeling good in that. Not because, like, this is all terrible things, but she's been fucking she her character's been being assassinated and being shit on and all yeah. this and people not just David and his crew but all of his fans saying all this most horrible things about her. Everything she fucking she said still, was true. She still gets it even now. I mean, her the replies are very like some people will still be like, "Stop being obsessed with David." Right. This isn't being obsessed um, with David. Thank you. <laughs> well, people say that to us too, but here's yeah. the thing. Trust me, I'm we're just, not obsessed with David. Look, I'm just seeing this thing through, dude. That's it. I never expected to go down this rabbit hole. I didn't even want to interview Seth originally. I was like, I was done after Big Nick, and then he told me to talk to Seth, and I was like, okay. And that put us down this rabbit hole that, like, I'm just going to, I have to follow through. You know? <clears throat> so, whatever. But, okay, yes, yeah, she, yeah, she got high on meth and drove a car to his house. Mm, right. Mm, right. You know, you remember the end of Royal Tenenbaums? How he, oh, uh, uh, Owen Wilson's character gets high on meth and crashes the car into the party and oh runs God, over the I dog. Don't, I don't really remember that. He puts on the wow. Indian war paint, the Native American war wow. paint. It was, I was like, that was Trisha. I think it was mescaline, not meth. But, oh, okay. But the point stands. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's the same shit. I just like, whoa. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. Wow. Um, and I also acknowledge that there's times where a person can change their mind and they decide that Zach, they no can you do me a favor? Do you have some kind of sad violin music? <laughs> Even just sad violin, the song sad violin, the iconic one. Thank you. That's pretty good. I get annoyed at everything in this video. Even now when he's saying, um, I can understand that sometimes people change their mind. It's like even that is kind of blaming people and not himself. Also, it's what like, is he talking about? Yeah, you know, during trauma, people kind of change their mind because it takes them time to process what happened to them. Is also, that what you're talking about? What's going on in your vlogs where people are constantly changing their mind? 
Like, what are you putting people through where they go, oh, you know what you did? Well, that was fucked up and I don't want to be in your video anymore. He's like, yeah, that happens all the time. Hit me the with approval. that sad shit. Hit, hit me with sad violin. That's That just hits different. The iconic. It's called sad violin. Yeah. Just hits on a different level, dude. Boomer memes. It's not boomer memes. Whoa. Stop! <laughs> sad violin hits different. <laughs> <laughs> you're out here calling me a boomer. Hey, at least be self-aware, right? Dude, people are gonna agree when that sad violin hits. <laughs> Look, slaps. Zach can't even find it. Dude, all that you tells got, me how Zach, old did you we find are. It? You literally checked it. Did you check E Bombs World? Remember E Bombs World? Zach, you can't. <laughs> that's where <laughs> Ethan watched it originally. I have all this other sad music. All right, just sad I'm just saying, if you go to YouTube, it's type sad violin. Do I need- I'm just gonna open it. I'm just gonna play it on YouTube in the background. Watch this. I remember one time sad. you told me not to play that song anymore. Look, sad violin. <laughs> 60 minutes of the sad violin. <laughs> Thank you. How does this include paid promotions? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Wait, turn it- turn it significantly down. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's really loud. Like, way down. There you go. That's yeah. that's pretty good. See, well, from please continue. Um, and I also acknowledge that those times where a person can change their mind and they decide that they no longer want to be associated, they no longer want to be in the video that I'm putting up, and then I'll take the video down. And there's also been moments where I've looked back on videos and I realized that these don't represent me anymore and they're hurtful to You're other people. You're just so great, I David. I don't what is he talking about? I wish he would say what he's talking about. It's like, <laughs> you want to have a conversation, you want to talk. Okay, I'm going to stop the sad music. You want to talk, but you're not talking. But everything you're saying is super ambiguous. You're making these huge sweeping generalizations. Like people ask, and I remove. I make videos. I'm not proud. Like if you want to talk, let's talk about what the fuck you're talking about and unpack it. And if you really want to yeah. grow and to learn on, then let the like what the fuck is this? This is just. And by the way, if he has a PR or legal or whatever, this is such a bad call. Mm -hmm. He, his response to all this has been the worst at every single turn. Mm-hmm. Right. Start, I, starting with Scotty. Right. And I wonder if that was just a result of him being able to get away with everything his whole career. I do think so. I think when someone gets away with stuff, they think they're just going to continue to get away. I feel like it, it probably went to his head. He thinks he can play everyone. He thinks, uh, well, his, they, even Scotty said, like, my policy is to never respond. Mm -hmm. And so he thinks, like, that's just, they don't acknowledge anything. And so, I don't know. Well, they're like, well, it worked this far, so. Yeah, they think it, it will work with everything, but it, yeah. it doesn't work with everything. And they decide that they no longer want to be associated. They no longer want to be in the video that Ooh, I'm putting what? up. And then I'll take the video down. And there's also been moments where I've looked back on videos and like what? I realized that <laughs> these don't represent me anymore. Like what, and David? They're hurtful. Are to we other talking people. or not? And I don't. I don't want them up because I've I've grown, you know, as a content creator and as a person. How are you going to take accountability and not tell us what you're talking about? I've like posted. Um, with the set situation, I'm sorry to set.
Okay, that so because I like I said ah. I I just want to make videos. Okay, so he's sorry to Seth despite it still doesn't go into any detail. Yeah, what did what did you do just to Seth? Sorry David? to Seth. No, but despite the fact that he sent texts assassinating his character and discrediting yeah. him to Scotty to make a video about him, where Scotty said he's a piece of shit. Yeah. He, he, Luke, he wanted it a third time. Yeah. Uh, so David, what kind of fucking apology is this to Seth? When was Scotty's video just a week ago? Or yeah, oh, a week ago. Yeah. It was a week ago. So what the fuck are you apologizing for? Which part? Where oh Seth responded. I'll show that since we're at this part. Um Seth responded. He tweeted directly at David. He said, Not calling me to sincerely apologize man to man is equivalent to having me kiss a man without my consent. I didn't understand the analogy. Did can someone help me? Uh, not calling me to sincerely apologize meant to men. Um, I think he's saying that was a shit apology. Right. Like, I get what he's saying, but I don't understand the equivalent uh, comparison. But at any rate, he is confirming that David did not call him. It's like, if you were sorry to Seth, you would just fucking have called him. Even now, I think you could call him. But even... Even if he didn't call, just saying the way he says it is just so not going into any detail. He doesn't explain anything. It just doesn't. Are you sorry that you pranked him the first time? The second time? Yeah, like what are you, are you, you sorry sent... for? Can yeah. you can you just? Are you sorry that he had to move to Atlanta and pick up his life? Are you sorry that when he asked you to remove the videos, you offered to pay him off instead of removing them? Are you sorry that you sent his text messages and, vo and the voice memo to Scotty and encouraged Scotty to make that video assassinate his character? Which part are we sorry for? For those of you guys who found the Everybody vlog to be offensive, yeah. I'm sorry you did. For those of you who didn't find it to be offensive, I'm sorry they did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I forgot about that one. Yeah, he's like, yo, I got away with that, so <laughs> I can say anything. You know, whether you're participating or watching is enjoying and having a good time and I missed the mark with that one and I'm really sorry. I, I truly truly am um, I feel like some there was a write-up on our subreddit of someone who like works with us uh, Assault victims and she said he she's met people like him she, they, Their theory was that David doesn't know why he's apologizing he, he doesn't understand what he did wrong. He doesn't know why he's apologizing and that's why it's so like nebulous and mm -hmm. and like you don't know what the fuck he's talking about and it's like I'm sorry for this weird thing and it's like he doesn't know what he's apologizing he doesn't think he did anything wrong and so he doesn't know what he's apologizing for it could be that but don't you think too like it it feels very like crafted by a PR person to <clears throat> like you kind of mentioned before not necessarily tip people off that aren't even aware of what mm -hmm. the accusations are. That's what I think. To but what's I, going on. I feel like I this think is he's a... so obsessed with his own success and fame and growth. And that's this is all he wants is to be famous, bigger, more famous, more money. But it's like he doesn't even want to say the R word in association with his name. He doesn't even want to say, you know, anything that really happened because he's so scared of it being associated with him. The problem is that this is a really bad PR move, in my opinion, because because people are pe not stupid. People are going to want. First of all, the people who are angry are going to be, be more angry. The people who don't know what he's talking about are going to be curious what the fuck he's is he even talking about. So they're going to go read if he, you know, um, 
he's not doing himself any favors unless he really thinks he can just continue on afterwards. Like, and maybe he can't. Maybe he's right. You know what I mean? The fuck do I know? He's done it so far. And with with people in my life that I don't film with anymore, um, like Dom and you know the other people that I no longer film with, I I chose to distance myself because. I don't align with some of the actions and I don't I don't stand for any kind of misconduct and I I'm I was just I've been really disappointed by some of my friends. Daddy David is disappointed. Separated from a lot. It goes back to that great line from Scotty's video where he says, David doesn't have a bad bone in his body. He doesn't even get mad. He just gets disappointed. Daddy? Daddy. So he is basically just Shifting the blame to Dom. All to Dom. And saying, I don't stand with those actions. Right. Well, I think this... David. This this is the legal defense where it's like, this was all Dom. Dom did the crime. I I was just there. I had nothing to do with it. But but it's so obvious from the account and the story and everything that David was the one that orchestrated it. He was it was just one. at my house, and I filmed it, and it's on my channel. And I'm I was the telling one that everybody what to money do. Money from it, yeah. according to Trisha, he was the one that was encouraging guys to go buy alcohol to get these girls drunk, so that they would, as one of the girls quoted, do something sexy. You know what I mean? You guys are so boring. It's he told them. It's all done for the content for your channel. Dom thanked David. He said, "Thanks for setting this up." He said, "Thank you, David." The guys peeking into the bedroom when they were having sex said, "I have to confirm for the vlog." David said on the podcast that happened like the next day after he posted or the day of, he said, you know, we have to go in and confirm the head count for the vlog. So what exactly, which part are you trying to avoid responsibility for exactly? You know. It was just Dom. Or are you saying that you didn't know Dom was a predator when you commented under his last video how proud you were of him for owning up to assaulting somebody? I mean, if Come anything, on. he created um, this really unsafe situation for those girls. Mm-hmm. He should have known better. Letting Dom go along with them when everyone oh. was drunk. Yeah, he should have known he better. He should have known but, that, no. that he's putting the girls in a situation that's not safe for them. Well, he wanted that to happen for content. And he cut out the part where the girl was blackout drunk. Yeah. To make it look... And, and according to the girl, they even went back and reshot some scenes to make it look so more happy-go-lucky. Right. I think... With any video I make, my main purpose is to make people happy and, and inspire people. And I just, I never want anything to get in the way of that. We're and really I'm sorry if I've right let now. you down. And things like that won't happen again. And I learned from my mistakes. Um, and I also believe that actions speak a lot louder than words. And, you know, you can take my word for it that I'm going to change. But I'll also show you and I'll prove to you that. Yeah. What are you changing? You didn't. T- what are you changing? You just blamed Dom. You distanced yourself. You're disappointed. You did apologize to Seth. I don't know what exactly for. So I don't know what he's pledging to change exactly. The mistakes I made before won't be happening. Again. Which are, yeah. In- <laughs> by the way, just a little close up. <laughs> Brought to you by Kids Choice Awards 2021 Kids Choice Awards Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> Nickelodeon, get slimed, idiot. Get inspired. Free victory. <laughs> yeah, he's got crazy lawyers involved, but they're not doing him any fucking help, man. Maybe they're just really worried about actual legal, um, legal issues, and they're trying to just 
because he, you know, there he's he's definitely exposed to a lawsuit from Seth and this girl. So maybe they're just trying to keep him from like losing everything. I don't know. So also there was an interesting little uh, similarities. David issued an apology. I guess people were when Seth originally uh, I... made his video calling out David like a few years ago. David made some kind of apology, and you'll notice how many similarities there are between this apology and the last one. Um, I, you know, I've made over 600 videos. Jason and I have made, uh, I don't know, over six, 700 videos together. I've, I couldn't even tell you. And I've made a bunch of TikToks, Vines, Instagram stories, tweets, the whole thing. Um, and I'm obsessed with what I do. I love being able to make people happy for a living. And that's all that I want to do. Every, every video I make, every Instagram I post, everything I do, I just want to cheer somebody up. I want to make videos where everybody in it, you know, whether you're participating or watching, is enjoying and having a good time and I miss the mark with that one I want them to have a positive experience when they're interacting with anything I produce and with that being said I feel like on a handful of occasions I've just missed the mark on that it's exactly the same pretty interesting right it's like he copy pasted his apology from whatever PR firm yeah. prepared it the first time missed the mark just want to make people happy that's all. By the way, the, especially the bankers handling my bank account. I just want to make my lawyers happy. All right. Well, we've got Cat, the author of the article, on call. So <laughs> let's let's talk to her. All right. Give me one second. I'll bring her. And let's see if she has anything to add to the conversation. Just ask her some questions. I'm. I'm. I have some questions for her. She did a really good job on this. Um, from a journalistic standpoint, I mean. Well sourced, well researched, slam dunk. All right, one second. I'm. You get your medicine. Letting her in the lobby. You're still waiting. So, do we need to go pick it up? Um. No, I think we will get it delivered. Sick. Eagles land. Oh, she's there. I see her. <laughs> hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. How are you? Hi. Um, let me pin you so I can. Yeah. So, Dan, is everything all good with your side before? Yeah, I... looks good. Can you pin her or do I need to do that? Oh, uh, I got you. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, can, the, can, I, can the audience see her fine? Should I just start? Yes. Okay. Kat, first of all, well, well done on the article. Thank you so much. Thank you for reading it. Um, I really appreciated hearing all of your thoughts going through mm -hmm. it and going through all of like the receipts that the accusers provided and your reaction to the to David's video response, I thought was really spot on. Am I going to be in trouble with Insider for pirating your premium <laughs> members only article? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, your fair use law really well. Thank you. So tell me, how, first of all, how did you get... Um, interested in writing this story because I didn't know I mean I've been pretty following all the vlog squad stuff and I had no idea about these accusations so how did it come across to you yeah so honestly after um you guys started interviewing past vlog squad members um the insider digital culture team we started just kind of digging into the various people who had been a part of the vlog squad. And like, we started talking to 
um, both like the former group members who had come forward to you guys and then also other people who had been involved with the group. And from like our conversations with those people and our conversations with people who have just like reported on and are familiar with the vlog squad, um, we were able to find out essentially that there was this accuser who wanted to be anonymous, but who had this really dark story. Mm. Um, so I ended up getting connected with her, Hannah, in the story a couple weeks ago. And initially I figured that Hannah's story would be a part of a much larger look at just like the culture created by the vlog squad. But then when Scotty posted his video, um, I just was like, oh my gosh, they're trying to shift the narrative before we even get a chance to see the extent of what people have. Oh, again. So you like, think, what? you think the Scotty video was in response to your team and you inquiring with them? Did they know that you were working on this story? That wasn't in response to us because we had not reached out to anybody um, mm. at that point. But I did think just having heard Hannah's story already and having that in the back of my mind, I was like, there's so much like dark stuff that has yet to come out about this group. And then when mm. Scotty put his video out and initially... Um, I remember, like, Scotty's video, when it first dropped, all of the responses were, like, his own fans. Yeah. So it was really positive. And I thought there was, like, a real danger that just this very, like, as you guys have both spoken about it, like, Scotty's statement, I was afraid it had the ability to make it no longer, like, a good environment to release Hannah's story into. Mm. Um, because I think part of the, I think the timing was so important with this story, um, like if Hannah had come forward a couple years ago when David was still producing vlogs regularly and everybody was obsessed with him, I feel like she and whatever publication ran it would have had a really hard time mm -hmm. um, with like defending her and the reporting from all of David's supporters. But right now, it just felt like there was a moment um, and this was the right time for people to unpack like something so severe. Yeah, I think you're right about yeah. that. I mean, as we pointed out, Dom's first accuser made a video and she got absolutely destroyed and Dom was lauded even by David himself in the comments as like Great job dude owning, you know, your assault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the Ali Hardesty thing is so fascinating um, and Ali's video like obviously like you said it was dislike bombed and I know a lot of people have spoken about how that impacted the trajectory of her career on YouTube, mm. but it also empowered other survivors to come forward because, um, like, I know Hannah had, like, seen that video. So it was mm. sort of, like, this culmination of, like, the more things that come out about the vlog squad, the more people are kind of starting to feel more comfortable saying, oh, like, I can talk to my experiences as well. I think it, like, makes people feel less alone. Um, and then also just in terms of, what people define as those types of experiences, I think a lot of people tend to doubt themselves, mm -hmm. um, especially yeah. in the immediate aftermath. It's kind of like, well, maybe I'm the one who had it wrong. Like maybe I should have done something else in this situation. And it takes like multiple people coming forward and saying, actually the responsibility falls on Dom and David and the rest of the famous adults there um, to not put like strangers in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Mm how was, I know you had a lot of back and forth with David's lawyers. How was that experienced? Was the team ever close to, sh did they ever were persuasive in like, I know they were probably trying to stop the publication of the article altogether. Um, were they close to succeeding in doing that? Um, I wouldn't say that. I would say like, obviously what's 
important in the reporting process when you have allegations like this is bringing forward all of the claims to the other side so that they have an opportunity to respond and like flesh out like even if minor details in the story were pointed out as like inaccurate Mm -hmm. then that would be super important because ultimately the central claim is supported by all of those tiny details of Mm. what else happened that night so like in the reporting process, I reached out to every single member of the vlog squad who was there. I obviously like reached out to Trisha. I reached out to everyone who's associated with David. And then I also individually reached out to like Brandon Calvillo and Nick Antonian and Jeff Wittig and everyone else who was on camera at that point. Um, and I think like with what David's lawyer eventually gave us as a statement to put in the article, it's, you know, pretty clear that essentially they just wanted to reduce how much of like the responsibility would fall on David. Right. Um, but, but I think especially with the central claim, the fact that like it was Dom who ultimately is being accused of this act. Um, the fact that he didn't have a response to it and still has not had a response to it is really interesting to me. Um, it makes me wonder since he put out that video a couple days ago, if like Dom will have a response at any point. That video is kind of weird now. It's almost like he was trying to shift the story before the article came out. Yeah, and that was so strange to me because I had reached out to him um, with that text message that Hannah had sent to him. When she sent me that, like she also sent me the number like that Dom had responded with. So I just like flat out texted him. Hmm. Um, and this was a day or two before his video came out. And I said like, Hey, is this Dom? Um, I think I tried to call him and he like didn't pick up and he was like, who is this? And I was like, this is a reporter. Like, is this Dom? Hmm. Um, and he was like immediately without me even initially telling him what the claims were, he was immediately like, I won't be speaking to any publications until I put out a video. Hmm. Hmm. So I was like, what is this video even going to be about? So he didn't know, know he I didn't know what was the focus of your story when he put yes. it. Yes. And then the huh. next morning I like emailed him everything and then he still came out. Oh god. Got it. So he probably thought you were just trying to get a comment on what he thought about everything going on. He probably, didn't realize yeah. the gravity of 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 all of this coming down on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the timing and the everything he said was just so bizarre. Knowing, uh, uh, and then now, especially looking back at it, um, are there more stories coming out? Is this like your big scoop? I know you've been working on a lot on the vlog squad. Is there more to follow? Yeah, we're definitely still working on like other leads um, that we kind of started tugging at in the process mm-hmm. of investigating this one. Um, And I do definitely think that there will be more to come from our team on Mm. this topic. With this one, I was particularly just like, Hannah's story is so shocking. Like, it's so severe. I was Mm. like, this has to come first and Mm. on its own so Mm. that nobody can be distracted from, like, what this woman experienced. Especially with it being such a part of the vlog. It is so shocking. It's just crazy. And and so what do you make of the, like, she says that she thinks that some of the scenes were shot at a different date. Yeah. For example, the one where Dom comes out all sweaty and he's like, thanks, David. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? What, what was, what do you, what was your guys's kind of guess at why they did that? Yeah. And when the, both Hannah and then her friend, Sarah, when both of them were talking about this idea that some of the scenes were reshot, it all kind of tied back to um, what they said 
to Hannah in particular, she felt like the whole vlog misconstrued, mm-hmm. which is the same thing that Seth, I think, said. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just this idea that David, in his editing, had, like, misconstrued what really mm-hmm. happened that mm-hmm. night. Um, and particularly, like, you see the guys opening the door, like, poking their heads in. And then when you see Dom and he's, like, drenched in sweat, um, I think, like, the image that's conjured up in the viewer's head is, like, oh, like, it was a success. It was it was mm-hmm. positive in some way. Like, it's super skeezy, but, like, positive for Dom. Um, but also, like, you'll notice that the girls aren't there anymore. Yeah. That's exactly. what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've just been completely cut out of the narrative at that point. And I think, like... To me, especially in retrospect, but even at the time, it's just like, regardless of whether these women were famous or not, regardless of whether what happened was consensual or not, like you're choosing to only tell the narrative from like the male perspective. Uh-huh. The women are literally just props. For sure. And then, and I think it really shows um, the level of, I guess, involvement on David's david's part because Mm. it shows that he had a narrative he was trying to put together for his vlog and they even had to go and reshoot a scene to make it fit the narrative and i don't think that's even a stretch to assume i think he's known uh, even amongst his friends and publicly that he's super committed to making sure these vlogs follow through Mm -hmm. and he's got this preconceived plot line because yeah if he if he just showed what happened after it would have looked awful right like the girls one can't even stand up yeah they're puking puking in the bathroom blacked out yeah they could have never showed that that wouldn't have been funny at all no right yeah I think David's even either described himself or some of his friends have described him as more of like a director, mm-hmm. which I think it has like a really interesting connotation to it because the idea that David is directing mm-hmm. the narratives of his vlogs, it makes sense. Um, and then I think a lot of people have said, I think especially following the article, why do you even need to mention David? Like, why does David have to be a part of these accusations? Like he isn't accused of hurting anyone. So why even mention at all? And it's like, well, David is if he's the director Mm -hmm. then it's like he is the one who facilitated all of this and that's what hannah said basically like a direct quote from her was i feel like david in a lot of ways facilitated my well it's especially interesting when you consider like okay let's assume that she's right and they reshot this scene when dom comes out all sweaty so that means that under david's direction dom thanked david which mm-hmm. obviously right. implies that David had done something to make this threesome happen for him. Right. Which they specifically reshot. Which it's just it's really interesting that uh, how they chose to to convey that. But I have to say, I mean, as far as articles go with these kinds of Me Too moments and these kinds of accusations, is that there's always just enough room to question the accusations and the motives. And, but, but I feel like in the way that you guys were able to source this and write it and the amount of evidence that the victims were able to um, provide. provide you, yeah. is all, I don't see anyone even doubting the accounts. And mm-hmm. so I congratulate you on that um, really excellent write-up and a fantastic job mm-hmm. um, with your sources and uh, really well-written and... I think you did a fantastic job there. So great work yeah. to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that means a lot. Um, Kat Tenbarge? Tenbarge. <laughs> I said the name right. <laughs> Kat Tenbarge is the author of this article with Insider. You can find her on uh, Twitter. What's your Twitter? 
Sorry, it's I'm not prepared. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's just the name. Cat I, 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 and... I put it in the uh, description of the okay. episode okay, too. Okay, good, good, good. And um, yeah, we look forward to whatever comes next from you. So fantastic work, and thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Yeah, a lot. thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, Kat. Bye. Thank you, Kat. Bye. So, um, well, so wild. We said it all. We did it all. Yeah. She did an amazing job, I have to say. I agree. I didn't know I what agree. to expect, but like that was a slam dunk. Especially article. through reading everything. It's like everything is a link to the actual, what they're talking about, you know? Oh, this was the video you didn't see that I wanted to show you. So, I don't know if you remember this, but you ran into David in a bathroom and you threw hands with him. <laughs> I feel like that's what you look like fighting too. You, you eat David's ass. What? Look at you throwing him. What, bitch? Let's go. Oh, stop, stop. Pretty good, huh? I love that. You see what I meant about the, the sweater you're wearing Does today? I look like it? Yeah. Totally. Lena's watched that a million times. Oh, my God. I, I just hear so her funny. laughing. Yeah, she's cracking up at that, watching that. <laughs> Is that what you do if you, you saw David? Street, Would you cause... throw hands like that? No, I don't. I'm not. You're not in, I'm not into person. violence, but I think that's a really funny video. <laughs> Could be you. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> oh, whoa! What a weird coincidence. I just saw what you shared, AB. This article. Yeah, I don't know if we want to show his face, but I find the timing interesting. That is very interesting timing because we just talked about this. You see? Wait, wait. I recognize this guy's face. Who the guy is the guy who swatted guy. you guys. He got sentenced. Oh, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, this is a new this 30 is a minutes new ago. He was sentenced oh, to three years in prison. Ago. Oh, I don't mind showing it. I think we've showed it before. I think when we years. initially talked about it. Yeah. Three years for attacking journalists, a university historic church, and some uh, fucking dumbass YouTuber, apparently. That's me. What a guy, huh? Looks no wonder he's pretty much people. exactly what you would expect that guy to look like. That's kind of scary. Only three years. Yeah, I know. Like, Okay, well, whatever. Enjoy. And whoever did it yesterday, enjoy uh, a, a glimpse into your future, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so that's about that. Thank you guys for tuning in to an important episode here. Yeah. And um, we will be back, as usual, on Friday for After Dark Live. Thank you for coming and sitting in this episode, Ela. We're happy to have you. Oh, yeah. I mean... This topic is um, one that I find very interesting, and I just, I mean, I, I am kind of not happy, but I'm kind of happy that we can, like, give platform to this topic, because mm -hmm. I think it's so important. It's nice that people There's are... just so much misinformation about this kind of stuff, and... The more people get educated on it, the better. It's so it's so messed up to look at this one girl, like, from back at VidCon, who made this video about how Dom assaulted her. And then everybody's like, fuck this girl. She just wants... It's like, it's so messed up. Yeah. So, it's nice. And even... Look, even David was trying to do the same thing to Seth. So, it's nice right. to give these people the credibility they deserve. And these people are credible. You know what I'm saying? Like these people these are credible accusations. These can't be more credible. Mhm. Mm mm. Um I never thought we would get to such a heavy accusations. Yeah, totally you know? not. 
this this like the Seth thing is horrible, but yeah. but this is really I mean no the Seth thing is really horrible. Like I don't want to I don't want it to diminish. Well, we started with the big right. Nick stuff, yeah. which was more I just I mean Seth had to move cross country yeah. and all this shit. Like his experience was really I just didn't horrible, I I guess I didn't really think there was gonna be more, you know. But I mean, who knows what else is out yeah. there with the like he said, we made hundreds of videos, six hundred videos. Six hundred like, videos. Okay, what else is in there? <laughs> yeah. Good point, David. We'll keep digging. <laughs> anyway, guys, we'll see you on Friday. Thank you for watching. This thank is, you, thank, thank you. you, thank you. This is a serious message to everybody <laughs> watching watch my update, update video right, right now. now. Peace and love. Peace, Peace and, and love. love. I want to tell you, please. <laughs> After the 20th of October, no more fan mail and no objects to be signed. If there's a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. I'm warning you with peace and love. I have too much to do. Thank you. Thank you. We're missing something. Yeah, I, I'm still, I'm off. There'll be uh, no objects to be signed. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> anyway, uh, peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> Still a work in progress. But <laughs> All right, we'll see you on Friday, everybody. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.